Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Darren Robertson. Darren, you're the CEO and co-founder of Beehive. We'll talk about that in a moment. And the founder of Broad Path Healthcare Solutions. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for being here. So Darren, Thanks you're- for having I, me here. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, we're all here. <laughs> we're all here. <laughs> thank, you to, here. thank you to our listeners as well for, for being here and our viewers. Yeah. Uh, so how did you get into uh, the space? You know, you're originally from Michigan, is that right? Or maybe you spent some time there for your MBA. Uh, I went, you're correct. I went to school there. Yeah, I'm from Arizona initially where I live now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what did, what did you think of your three, four years in Michigan? I loved it. I, I had never been to, uh, spent that much time in the Midwest. And, uh, yeah. you know, I wasn't a huge football fan before and I was after. So Yeah, yeah. So I'm originally from Michigan and uh, great people. The, the winters are a little long, especially if you're used to uh, being in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so you got your, um, so you got your NBA and I guess um, then, then what happened? So I moved to Chicago. I worked in the consulting industry for a while uh, and ended up in Chicago for almost 10 years. And finally, um, said that I couldn't, um, I couldn't take another year of the, the cold winters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an avid rock climber. And you can imagine the climbing opportunities there are, are plentiful. Uh, <laughs> had to go down to Kentucky to, <laughs> to climb. So, right. so I finally moved to Arizona and... Um, and that's what uh, led me down the uh, the current path that I'm on now. Yeah. Uh, so in 2006, uh, how did you go from working in management consultant to starting Broadpath? I'd actually had a, a, a hop at a at a firm in Chicago after consulting um, that was very similar to what I did with Broadpath. I had uh, somewhere read the advice that. Uh, you, you increase your odds significantly of of founding a successful business if you if you do the thing that you already know, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So I had learned it uh, backward and forward with the company that I worked for in Chicago. And when we um, when I moved to Arizona, that's exactly what I started doing there. So Broadpath, this is back in two thousand eight. Uh, started the company in September, uh, just before Lehman collapsed. So timing wasn't wasn't great uh, from that perspective. Uh, and, but we, we pushed through that, um, that little bit of a downturn there and about six months later landed our first client and, uh, and we're off and running. So Broadpath, the company founded in 08 is, is really a specialized kind of niche, uh, outsourcing provider of services to the healthcare sector. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the reason it's niche is we're the only player in that industry that has a hundred percent, uh, remote work from home model. That's relatively rare in the healthcare space because PHI, data security, it's not the most trusted uh, way of of working, right? So it's been uh, until recently a fairly slow rate of adoption within the healthcare space, at least with 
services providers like like uh, our company. Yeah. Well, um, then, of course, 2020, I can't imagine what your life is like now. I guess you not only that, but, uh, you know, in 2014, then uh, you spun off Beehive. And, and uh, you mind kind of sharing how that came to be? Yeah. So, so Beehive is a platform. It's a virtual workplace. Uh, and the, the goal with Beehive is really to make it working from home a more connected experience. And, you know, you, you might have seen a lot of these studies that are coming out that point to uh, loneliness and social isolation as uh, somewhat emergent issues in our society. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more we do remote work and a variety of things, uh, it, it's, a, it's a big issue. It's an increasing uh, uh, challenging issue. And there are some real, very real tangible health impacts from being lonely and being isolated socially. And traditionally, work has been, you know, eight, eight, 10 hours a day, you're spending with other people in close proximity. Work has been an antidote to social isolation. Uh, working remotely doesn't uh, give you that same benefit necessarily right out of the gate. So um, we created our own sof- a software platform called Beehive mm-hmm. uh, starting about six years ago uh, in order to sort of hit that head on and, and make it seem like you never left the office, meaning on Beehive, we're all on camera together throughout the day. And you can see your coworkers, your team members, you can see your supervisor, they can see you just like the same visibility you would get in an office, we've replicated in Beehive. So unlike Teams or Skype, which is really built, or Zoom, built for the meeting, just the meeting, Beehive is kind of that in-between meeting experience, kind of like you're hanging out together virtually, right? You can glance over, you can see each other working. If you've got a question, you want to know, is that person there? Can they take my call? You know that right away because you can see them just like, just like you could in an office. So that's, that's what Beehive is, is about. Wow. Okay. So you developed this back in 2014. Who would have known that six years later, everybody would be forced to work from home? So what, what has 2020 been like for both companies? Talk about being just so well-positioned. It's been an interesting, uh, interesting and surreal experience, to say the least. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we've gone from being sort of the, the unique outlier in a space dominated by multibillion-dollar uh, competitors um, to having overnight uh, everyone sort of outlook the same as us, everyone transition to work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are companies with hundreds of thousands of employees all across the globe, really. So uh, our view on, on what's happening here is that we sort of divide, we've got this little three, simple three-stage model, right, that we call our work-from-home maturity model. And it's stage one is really where we are today. We call it lift and shift, right? Everyone got their employees deployed at home uh, and, and up and running at least minimally productive and the sky didn't fall, right? And, and we largely planted, you know, declared victory there, planted the flag. Our view on what's going to happen next, if for, for companies that want to embrace this model, this remote work model long-term, stage two is really the next, the next frontier, which is like mm-hmm. building processes that keep employees productive, 
engaged, accountable in that at-home environment, right? Because pre-COVID, the companies that were doing work from home were doing it as largely a reward system. So you take your top 10% of performers and you say, hey, you're so good. Would you like to work from home? So as you can imagine, the, the results that you got out of that reward-based model are very different when right. the bottom 10% hey, is also- I just, I just got a reward. I can skate. <laughs> I can skate. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And so, uh, so stage two is sort of about the, defining the processes that make uh, engender productivity, performance, accountability, things like that. And then stage three, which is where, where our focus is, is on building culture, which mm. is the hardest thing to do in a remote environment, right? So that's what this the Beehive technology is really all about, that sense of connection, um, that being together uh, all day long engenders. Uh, and, and our view is that for companies that are interested in making remote work stick, they're going to have to get good at the stage two and stage three uh, initiatives as well as just the, the lift and shift that already occurred. Um, what about uh, companies that, uh, you know, for example, my companies, you know, for the past 13, 14 years, well, even before that, have always been just completely online, completely remote, completely virtual. Yeah. I've never considered, well, seriously, never seriously considered even getting office space. Uh, how, I'm just trying to think out loud here, how might our company culture, our team be impacted by having an application open where, hey, we're all together? <laughs> yeah. Uh in our view, it, it would only add to the experience. Uh, you know, it, it really depends on on what your day-to-day -day environment is already like. Josh, I imagine you're in Zoom meetings all day long already, and I don't know that you would get much of a, uh, you know, loneliness lift or a connection lift from a tool mm -hmm. like Beehive, right? Uh, but but some of your employees might. I mean, it's, it's really, you know, dependent on where you are in your own journey there. Uh, the other thing that we've noticed is that scale matters here, right? So what might work well for a company with, I don't know how big your organization is, but a company with 10, 15 employees might not work as well for a company with 1,000 employees, right? Mm -hmm. So some of the enterprises that we're selling Beehive to have, you know, 40, 50,000 employees that, that are working remotely and, uh, you know, they're struggling to make that process scale well for that large number of, of employees. Yeah. Uh, well, so, you know, one hybrid that I've heard of, um, and as a matter of fact, I was just listening to a podcast. Uh, uh, well, gosh, I forget who it was. It was uh, James uh, Carberry was talking about it, how he okay. does open office hours with his team. It's like one hour a week. And he's mm -hmm. like, listen, you know, if you're on, uh, I'm going to have my camera on and, you know, you could tap me on the shoulder uh, if you need anything. Yep. Yep. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to see me doing my thing. <laughs> so I would imagine that. Can you talk a little bit? That's one model. Can you share maybe any other kind of like use cases? Yeah, that's, that beehive can be used for that purpose, too. Uh, what we found is that, you know, and we're using this not just in the U.S., but also abroad in the Philippines. And what we found is that bandwidth can sometimes be an issue. So 
that open office hour is is perfect use case for Beehive, and it'll do it in a less bandwidth intensive way than the normal tools uh, will. So that's one benefit. Um, by way of example, I'm on Beehive as the CEO, eight hours a day, five days a week, and I have been for you know six seven years now. So oh my gosh, uh, anyone in the company. I uh, can look up and see the CEO of Broadpath working if they so desire <laughs> anytime yeah. they want. Not that I'm available to take a call all that yeah. time, but at least they, they, they have that kind of, we call it kind of radical transparency. So we encourage you keep your audio. to kind of, you, you keep that? your audio off. Audio is off. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, the audio is on when we're in a meeting. Right, just like it is yeah. now, but the visual is is always on. How is this uh, superior to say Teams or Zoom? How is this a much better? So, just just to review, I, I know you mentioned yeah. something about this already. Yeah, so it, it, number one, it consumes less bandwidth, right? And yeah. so that that can be an issue if everyone's in an always on video sure. all the time. Uh, number two, it's 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 kind of purpose built for that always on experience, so. We have other features built into it, gamification, for instance. So you can award mm -hmm. badges and points based on uh, doing good work. Uh, you can award your reward your employees based on that. It's got an alerting feature. It's got pulse surveys in there. It's got a uh, a really useful uh, part of it called uh, My Profile. Very simple, but it's where you go and you kind of decorate your virtual cube, right? You put pictures of yourself there. You talk about your hobbies. You talk about your interests. You might even record a video about yourself. And so it's a way for uh, new members of the team to get to know other people uh, and kind of kind of connect in, in their own time. So it's got, Beehive has a lot of other tools that um, are kind of, it's like the, our vision for Beehive is that it is the, one-stop shop for all things re related to remote work. It's where you go to mm -hmm. connect. It's where you go to communicate and collaborate. Um, it also, like it tests internet speed every minute up and down automatically. It reports any internet downtime to you, to your supervisor, things like that. So it's really a, a work from home productivity engagement tool. The other thing that we're doing, which is, is really interesting uh, to, to sort of level up on the connection piece is we're, uh, we've launched this program, which we call Hive Life, which is directly, it's like a shared experience with a small group of coworkers where you learn about maybe pet grooming together, or you learn about mm. uh, cooking and nutrition, or you meditate together. Uh, and, and it's all live uh, facilitated. You know, you're not just in among 5,000 people watching someone um, with a video, right? It's like you're, you're in there together, interacting, connecting, communicating. So, uh, that, that's, that's what, that's how Beehive is different, right? It's much more than just a, um, in meeting communication tool like Zoom. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I think my, my black mirror brain is, is kind of going right now. I'm thinking about the future of, mm -hmm you know, employees live streaming, not just to team, their own teams, but externally. And so, hey, watch us. You know, it's like the glass window kind of company. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now my brain's like thinking like, wait for it because I guarantee there's going to be a CEO that's going to be like, hey, I live stream whatever I happen to be doing for, you know, these hours a day. You know, obviously they have to 
you know, have some kind of control on that. But I'm thinking, whoa, right. could I do something like that? You know, where yeah. people could just kind of watch and and because uh, people humans love this. They love spying in on on people. But now I I'll be honest, like I'm worried about like. I don't know, picking my nose, but I guess, you know, if you're in an office environment, you don't pick your nose in the office either. I just, I guess I've been out of the office too long. So <laughs> I, I, I feel no fear, I suppose. Uh, but, you know, if I guess if you're used to working in an office, you're like, okay, that's what restrooms are for. So you can go take care of that. You just have to remember you're on. You have to remember you're on and that that can be, you know, work from home environment that can be challenging sometimes. You yeah. Know, when your kid runs through the door, um, your wife comes in. So there are some times when you're sort of, you know, you're, you're, cause you can, you can turn the camera off obviously. Right. Yeah. So when you go to lunch, the camera shuts off when you go on break, camera yep. shuts off. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's like live streaming, but you're, you're live streaming to a more safe and select group of people who are your employees. And we're all live streaming to one another all the time, just like in an office. It's, it's no wow. different from being in an office. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, this has been very cool, Darren Robertson. Uh, I, I again, I feel like we're we're looking into the future a little bit, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, again, kind of what we've been talking about doesn't become more and more and more of a reality. So your websites, Broadpath is broad-path.com, and Beehive's a little tricky. It's go dot in beehive.com that's inbhive.com so go.inbhive.com and you can see all about the platform pricing wise i mean i guess it's kind of based on use um but what's the range on pricing or where does it start at it's a standard sort of per user per month uh charge Mm -hmm. um anywhere from uh 25 to 45 dollars a user per month is typical it just depends on how many users cool yeah very cool all right, Darren Robertson, thank you. Anything else that, uh, aside from the, the two websites that, that people might want to take a look at? Uh, no, those two websites. I mean, if, if anyone wants a demo, that's a, it's, it's a visual tool, right? So seeing yeah. is believing. Um, and uh, and it, it's much more useful to see that in, in action than, than just on a website. But uh, For sure. Yeah. Darren, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, 
you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.